What a great video. It reminds us how important our moms are. Moms, I hope you feel loved today. Before we get into the Word of God, let's have a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you for Mother's Day. I thank you for the moms that are listening today. I thank you for families that are listening today. And I pray that everything we say today, Lord, would come right out of your Word. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for a day in which we can honor moms. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, moms, today I want to talk about being a mother and how much we are grateful for our moms today. Riverview Church loves our moms and so excited about the impact that you're making in the lives of people. I want to talk about this amazing mom, how amazing our moms are. I found some great quotes, by the way. Uh, This is an old Jewish proverb. It's not totally theologically correct, but it says this, God could not be everywhere. So he created mothers. Now we know God is everywhere, but I get the gist of what the old Jewish proverb says. One comedian, Milton Berle, said this, if evolution really works, how come mothers only have two hands? Great question. Moms, you're doing so much. If evolution really works, you should have three. We know God designed you exactly the way you are. Theodore Hesburgh, president of Notre Dame, said this, the most important thing a father can do for his children is to love their mother. Thoughtful quote, amen? The most important thing a dad can do for his children is to love their mother. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, men are what their mothers made them, highlighting the important impact moms have on their kids. Mark Twain, (laughs) what he said, my mother had a great deal of trouble with me but I think she enjoyed it. (laughs) Byrne Williams, a philosopher, said, sooner or later, we all quote our moms. He's right. I've done it. Sooner or later, we we didn't like it when they were saying it, but now we're quoting them left and right. Reminds me of a story of a speaker at an advertising conference. He was the plenary speaker, and there were hundreds of people in the audience, and The speaker said, I'm going to give a slogan from a company, and I just want to show you how long these slogans can stay in our memory. And at this speech, he said this slogan, good to the last drop. That was a slogan from years ago. But right away, the crowd yelled out, Maxwell House Coffee. Then he said, have it your way. And the crowd yelled out what? Burger King. His next slogan was, I'm loving it. And the crowd, of course, yelled out, McDonald's. Then he said this slogan, just do it. And before the crowd could say anything, one voice from the back said, my mother. (laughs) Yeah, just do it. Get to your room, clean it, just do it. Moms, you have an incredible impact and you manage so much and you're such an important example to the children that you've raised, and to people around you. And today we celebrate you. Today we celebrate mothers and the powerful impact they make on their families. However, this is also a day for us to celebrate our God and the wisdom he demonstrated in creating moms and making the family the core unit of every society in the world. Mom, as we celebrate you today, know this. We're celebrating God's plan. God put together a plan. And I'm not sure what season your family is going through right now. Maybe you're in a season where where your family's glowing, 
Things are going well. No problems. The kids are great. Marriage is great. We've all had seasons like that. But then we've all had seasons like this, seasons in which we are growing, facing a challenge, facing a problem, working through issues. We all have those seasons. And then we also have seasons in which we are groaning, going through a struggle. But, but here's my encouragement today on Mother's Day. Whatever season you're in, go to the Word of God and find an answer. Go to the Word of God and find an answer. Because in families today, all of us experience conflict between mom and dad, conflict between a dad and the kids, or a mom and the kids. Those conflicts exist. And yet, we can look into the Word of God and find answers. And here's some foundational elements as we consider motherhood and moms and honoring them today. We need to know this. God created us. God created us. And moms, God created mothers. He created us. In the very beginning, day six, God formed man and woman and he created them in his image. If you don't believe that, please talk to me. I have tons of scientific evidence. Don't believe what is being taught in the public schools. I have six kids. All go have gone through the public schools. It breaks my heart to hear what they're being taught. Believe me, the scientific evidence is overwhelming that this could not have happened by evolution. Only by God who created us and made this world exactly like he did. God created us in his image. Here's the next thing. God designed mothers. Mom. The role you have designed by God. The role you have was designed by God. Genesis 2 tells us this, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Those words, one flesh, refer to the sexual union of a husband and wife. Hey, wait wait a minute. Did pastor just say sex on this online sermon? Yes, I did. Why? Because God created it. God made it. And if you want to find out how sex can be most fulfilling, go to the inventor of it, God. In the context of marriage, it's a beautiful culmination of what God created. It's a representation of what's happening in a husband's and wife's lives together. They're growing together, the two becoming one, perfectly represented in the fact that they shall bind together sexually as well. And moms, that's a role that God created. You're part of God's plan. It's so important to realize that and that that blueprint is in his word. See, God has granted us the power to do all things that pertain to life and godliness. Everything that we need to know about life and godliness right here in the word of God. So if I want to find out how to be a dad, I go to the word of God. Moms, You want to go to the Word of God to find the answers to the problems you face. Thank you for doing that. I had a godly mother. Wasn't perfect. My mom wasn't perfect. But I knew in her heart she was endeavoring to do life like Jesus wanted her to do it. And I can't tell you how many memories I have of my mom serving me and pouring into my life. Even when I didn't want to hear it, Mom, I don't want to hear it. And even though she didn't actually lead me to the Lord, I was led to the Lord at a camp in New Hampshire. 
went forward and prayed to receive Christ. But looking back, it was my mom's impact that prepared my heart for that moment. It was the impact of my mom and her desire to take the Word of God and live it out in front of me that made my heart ready to receive that gospel message and to place my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So it's all about who you are, Mom, who you are, the character that you have, and how you live out your life, the convictions that drive you. And then what your calling is, what God has called you to do. And here's such a wise thing to do, is to love the calling God has given you and to do it God's way. See, it's not, for example, uh, the truth that families and marriages have been tried and they've been found wanting and this whole plan of God is just not working. No, no, here's the reality. The plan of God has not been tried in our culture. So many people have abandoned the wisdom of God. They're not doing His plan. They're not following it. And to love the calling, to be the person that has the character of Christ, to have the convictions that we find in the Word of God, and to do life according to the calling God has given you. I want to turn to a passage in Matthew. Matthew chapter 20. And it's about a mom who loves her boys. And before she asks something of Jesus, Jesus says this in verse 18 of Matthew 20. So we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. That was a sobering message. Jesus prophesied about his crucifixion. Right after that, this mom comes to Jesus with her sons. The mother of the sons of Zebedee, verse 20, came up to Jesus with her sons and kneeling before Jesus, asked him for something. And Jesus said to her, what do you want? She said to him, say that my two sons are to sit one at your right hand and the other one at your left hand in your kingdom. She asked something that many people have, over the years have considered brash, bold. How dare she? She wanted her sons in the kingdom of God at the right hand and left hand of Jesus. By the way, cross-referencing tells us this woman's name was Salome. Her two boys' names, they were two disciples of Jesus. James and John. And cross-referencing, we find out that Salome was actually the sister of Jesus' mother. So James and John would have been related to Jesus. Maybe that's why she felt the boldness to be able to ask this question. But here's some qualities about this mom that I really love. I've grown to love this mom over the years. Some qualities of this mom. As she comes up uh, to Jesus, after Jesus says, hey, they're going to crucify me. She asked that her boys would be in the kingdom at Jesus' right hand and Jesus' left hand. So here's the first thing. Thank God for mothers who want their kids to be part of Jesus' kingdom. Mom, thank you for the passion you have for your kids to follow Christ. Thank you for that. 
I see it all over Riverview Church. Keep doing it. You're more excited about your kids following Jesus than straight A's at school. You're more excited about your kids following Jesus than having some prestigious career. And kids today, I want you to know that if you make a decision for Jesus Christ, nothing will bring your mom and dad more joy than if you tell them, I have placed my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I believe he died on the cross for my sins and that I am forgiven and I want to be part of God's kingdom. See, that's what this mother wanted. That's what Salome wanted. She wanted her kids in the kingdom of God. Thank God for moms like that. That in your kingdom, Lord, these two sons of mine may sit at your right hand and at your left. Moms, keep it up. Keep doing that. We, we love to do our part at Riverview Church, but we only have your kids one morning every week for less than an hour. You as parents, and of course the schools, have them the rest of the week. We want to supplement what's going on in the home. Thank God for moms who want their kids to be part of the kingdom of God and nothing brings you more joy than knowing that is true of your kids. Here's the second thing I see in the life of Salome. Thank God for mothers who want their kids to be as close to Jesus as possible. See what she asks? One on your right and one on your left. Can't get much closer than that. Now, the other disciples, you read on in the text, they were indignant about this mom. They couldn't believe their mom was asking that. They were probably on their cell phone saying, hey, mom, you got to get over here real quick. Uh, James and John's mom is really pushing for them. But this mom had a passion for the, her boys to be as close to Jesus as possible. I like what one commentator says. When you're working in a kingdom, there are no higher positions than those on the right and the left of the king himself. And that's what she wanted for her sons. She didn't just ask for her children to be doorkeepers. She wanted them on the right and left hand of Jesus. We may consider Mrs. Zebedee brash and presumptuous, but we can also admire her boldness. Too often people have settled for mediocrity in the church. For too long, some have been content with just barely making it through. She wanted her sons to be at the right and left hand of Jesus, involved in the work of God, serving the Lord, even if it meant, yeah, we're going to go to Jerusalem and have some very difficult times. And we see that in the next quality of moms that I see in Mrs. Zebedee here, Salome. It's this. Thank God for mothers who want their kids to follow the lead of Jesus. Look at the text in Matthew 20, verses 22 and 23. Jesus answered, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? See, he just told them what, what was going to happen. I'm going to be flogged, scourged, crucified. Are you able to drink that cup? And they said to him, I believe the mother was in total agreement with what the boys said. We are able. He said to them, my cup you shall drink. These two boys, James and John, became martyrs for the faith. They gave their lives for Jesus. 
And there's no battling here by the mom when she hears that. She doesn't say, oh, Lord, yeah, I I want them to be close to you, but I don't want them to suffer. They're my boys. No, she wanted them as close to Jesus as possible, and she wanted them to follow the lead of Jesus. If it meant suffering, they were ready, and they would experience that. Now, notice, Jesus doesn't say no to the request. He said, but to sit on my right hand and my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for, my, for those for whom it has been prepared for by my Father. My Father will make the call. But I love this about this mom. She wanted her boys to follow the lead of Jesus no matter where it took them. She didn't hesitate when she heard the prophecy of Jesus being crucified and the clear implication, hey, mom, are you ready for your boys to suffer like I am? Yeah, Lord, ready. I'm ready. Moms, the impact you have on your kids is amazing. Thank you for that impact. I can't tell you how much of a concern it is in my heart as we raise up our children to be the leaders that God will ultimately call them to be. One day I'll be gone. All the leaders in the church today here will be gone and God will raise up new leaders and we are preparing them in our homes to be part of God's kingdom. That's our passion, to be as close to Jesus as they possibly can be at the right and left hand. That's what Salome wanted. I want them as close to you, Lord, as they can be. And lastly, they would follow the lead of Jesus. It's one thing to believe in Jesus. It's one thing to be just like him. We want both of those things. Not only to believe but to live just like him. That in our lives, we become more and more like Christ and sin less and less. We begin to experience that abundant life that Jesus promises and he'll give it to you. Young people today, don't cave into the pressure of your school and your friends. It's not worth it. I've never heard anyone say to me, and I've been in the pastorate a long time, I've never heard anyone say to me, man, Mel, I really regret being close to Jesus. Mel, I really regret following the Lord. But I have heard, in essence, time and time again, Mel, I feel like I ruined my life because I didn't follow Jesus. Wasn't like him. Didn't follow him. Didn't obey him. And that's what I believe this mom wanted for her kids. Thank you, moms, for that passion. Thank you, moms, for that passion. That's how we work together to leave the greatest gift we can give our kids. It's not an inheritance, believe me. It's not some bank account. It's for them to know that Jesus is real in your life and your greatest joy is to see them in the kingdom of God, to be as close to Jesus as possible and to follow his lead. That's what we want. That's what Salome wanted And as we look at this amazing woman who wanted the best for her boys, we can look at our own lives and say, is that what's happening? And moms, how do we get it done? 
while the foundation of faith and trust in Christ, that you've placed your faith and trust in Christ. And then to know what the Word of God says and to teach it to our kids. And then beyond that, to apply it, to follow God's Word and to have that servant leader's heart. There is no one that has demonstrated a servant's leader, servant leader's heart more powerfully than my own mom. She is a powerful servant leader. And then I was blessed enough to marry a woman who has that same servant leader's heart, who works incredibly hard to glue our family together, to bring Christ into our home, to challenge me to be the man of God that I need to be. I've been blessed with two great moms in my life. The mom who brought me into the world and the mom who brought my kids into the world. The impact you can have, moms, is amazing. Thank you for that. To be that servant leader God's called you to be. To have that commitment to being the mom. Now, don't give up. The impact you will have on your kids will last for generations. And then ultimately, to give glory to God. That's what we want. By the way, kids, if you're listening today, young adults, high school, junior high, elementary school, thank your moms today. Spend time thanking your moms. They have sacrificed for you. Yeah, they're not perfect. I get it. None of us are. But one day, believe me, you will remember the multiple ways they sacrificed for you. And the many times you should have said thank you, but you didn't. Now's your chance. Don't miss it. Make this the best Mother's Day you can possibly make it for your mom. Thank her. Thank her for what she did for you. Thank you for what she does for you every day. Thank you for what she's going to do for you. And thank your dads too. Moms, I pray that this would be a great Mother's Day and that you would sense God's favor on your life today because you're doing exactly what God called you to do. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to look into your word and see this mom who just loved her boys, wanted them close to you. I pray, God, for our mothers today. Thank you that they are making that kind of impact in the lives of our kids. I pray, God, you'd give them the strength to continue. May they be encouraged today by this Mother's Day and this time to honor them. And ultimately, we give you all the praise and the glory because this was part of your plan. We pray this in the matchless name of Jesus Christ and all God's people said, Amen. 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 Riverview Church, happy Mother's Day. Live this week. All for him.